everybody and welcome to our podcast Unbelievable Scenes. I am your host Miriam Wareham and I am joined by Nick Clay and Joe Marlowe. So welcome to our Christmas themed episode. We wish you a Merry Podmas. So round one works like this. You get given a genre of a film, you get given a character name and you get given a word that you have to include in your title. And then both Nick and Joe will have 10 minutes to come up with a pitch for their Christmas-themed film. How are you feeling, chaps? I'm excited. This is my first go on this side of the table. I was host last week, and I have to say, watching you guys struggle made me um, nervous. Well, I think, you know, be nervous, because I've made it quite tricky for you guys. So, Great. are you ready for your first word, genre, and name? Let's do it. Okay, so round one. The Mike Mayor Before Christmas. <laughs> Your character name is Brianna Hicks. Your word that I would like included in your title is jingle. And then your genre is comedy. Starting off easier, okay? Comedy is your genre. You ready to go? Let's do it. Awesome. So, The Mike Mayor Before Christmas. You have 10 minutes. Let's go. Okay, shall we, shall we plunge on in? Mm. Joe, would you like to go first? No. Okay, Nick. Oh, would okay. Would you like to go first then? <laughs> I was very ready to make some notes there, but no, that's fine. I will, um, I will go first. Okay, so my film is called Jingle All the Way from Texas. Because okay. uh, Brianna Hicks is a deep south hillbilly. She's never had a Christmas before because basically her parents are super religious and they believe that Santa is an anagram of Satan uh, and they think that it's the same person and that Santa is there to encourage greed in children. <laughs> so she's been encouraged to never believe in Christmas. Okay. Um, the film's... <laughs> So Brianna basically gets sick of this very religious upbringing that she's had, very controlling, uh, and she decides she's going to break away from that and move to the big city. So she heads across the country to New York, where she meets two people as she first arrives in New York. Obviously, you get that big moment where she sees the big lights for the first time. She's not used to this at all. And she's very overwhelmed and she has that classic comedy thing where she walks into someone. And this is uh, Solomon Green, uh, who is a, basically, he's a gay man studying musical theatre in New York. Uh, and they quickly meet up with his friend, who is a hippie chick by the name of Raspberry Mellow. So Brianna falls in with Raspberry and Solomon and they basically show her around the city. And the film then follows her exploration of Christmas, uh, including her first Christmas dinner where she embarrasses herself as she eats pigs on blankets for the first time and loses her mind. I think we can all relate to that. <laughs> and there is another scene where Raspberry Mellow gives Brianna a present. She gives her some pills, basically. And then they go shopping and uh, she sees Santa for the first time and believes him to be the devil. Uh, and she basically beats up the Santa in Selfridges. <sighs> Um, so they are evicted from Selfridges very quickly. But eventually Solomon and Raspberry, you know, they teach Brianna the joys of Christmas and she learns to love it. And the film ends with a giant musical number in Times Square 
where she sings about what she's learned, about how much she loves Christmas and everything is amazing and sparkly. Uh, and then she goes home to teach her family about the joys of Christmas and the film cuts as she gets on the train and waves farewell to Solomon and Raspberry. Yeah, so that is Jingle All The Way From Texas. Solomon Green is going to be that gay guy out of bad education. Stephen in bad education and Raspberry Mellow will be played by Kobe Smulders. Well, good work, Nick. That was a cracking first punt at this. Uh, shall we move on to Joe? Are you are you ready now? Or are you going to say no to me again? And there was an underlying threat to that, so I think... Um, <laughs> I'm glad I'm, you read <clears throat> that. Yeah, okay, so... <clears throat> My film has a very different tone. <laughs> um, so, my film is called Jingle Jangle, set in prison. Ooh. Well. <laughs> hey, Jingle Jangle. So, it's going to be a Christmas prison escape movie. Brianna Hicks is incarcerated in a maximum security prison, but obviously she wants to escape. Brianna Hicks is a convicted fraudster. She hatches this plan to escape with her two co-inmates, Andrea Casper, who's a, ver- a now very elderly armed robber and uh, car thief, and Bonnie Brisk, who is a librarian turned serial killer. <laughs> 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 they start off, so the film starts off in the cells around kind of October. Um, in my notes I wrote mid-October and then immediately after it I wrote Halloween, so clearly not mid-October. <laughs> So very much late October. Very much late October. One might say November almost. Um, Yeah, so they they hatch a plan together at the prison Halloween party. (laughs) Which, of course, every prison is famous for. And they They all dress up as convicts. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, they decide they're going to escape by Christmas. What's, what I've kind of got there is various sh- shenanigans ensue. There's kind of a, lots of failed attempts. They try to dig a tunnel. It doesn't work. They get caught out. However, they eventually come to the conclusion that they're going to post themselves back to their loved ones. <laughs> <laughs> and they hatch this plan after Brianna Hicks gets a job working in the prison post room, like sorting the mail. And she suddenly thinks, I know what we're going to do. We're going to post ourselves to freedom. I've got the note here. It's, it's, it's sort of example of the, the comic relief the librarian serial killer will bring is that she doesn't have anyone that she wants to post herself to, so she's going to post herself to a public library. <laughs> and we'll just leave it there as a kind of overarching horror. Once they're in the post, uh, we'll, we'll kind of follow them on trains and vans and that again will be a bit montagey because that would be very boring not from their perspective i might add we're not just going to have like 45 minutes of darkness when they're in a box (laughs) Um, so uh, the movie will end with the boxes being opened carefully not like when you receive the post and you like just like run a standing knife through the top of it or something. <laughs> that would like, be a horrendous <laughs> yeah, end to this. It's a comedy. It needs to be nice and light. People opening the boxes and then we will cut. So Andrea, the aged armed robber and car thief, is going to be played by Judy Dench. Brianna Hicks is going to be played by Karen Gillan and Bonnie Brisk. The person who I had pictured was the sweet and innocent one from the Waitress musical. Yeah, yeah, that's what someone, I was thinking. Someone well. like that's that. My first thought. Uh, but I couldn't think of their name. So that's my Christmas comedy prison break jingle jangle. Cracking first entries, chaps. Good effort. I enjoyed that very much. It's nice being this side. Much less pressure. Very enjoyable. Okay, well, we're going to move on to round two. Pod rest ye merry gentlemen. 
Okay, so what I would like you to do is I'd like you to swap, please. Swap your storylines. Your character name for round two is going to stay the same. We're going to stick with Brianna Hicks. Your word is also staying the same. We are going to stick with Jingle. However, your genre is changing. Your genre for round two is sci-fi. Okay. Well, how do we feel about sci-fi as a genre? This is going to be a very strange sequel. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> sci-fi. Take from that what you will. Okay, so another ten minutes on the clock, and we will have pod resty merry gentlemen. Off we go. Okay, chaps. Sci-fi. How did that work for you? I I leaned into it. Yeah? Ooh, mm. I'm excited. Okay, well, let's crack on. Um, Joe, you are going first this time. You have no option about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My film for this one, my sequel, is Jingle the Next Day. So, one year on, Brianna's family have accepted Christmas. That was quick. <laughs> they love it. They are all very excited. Amazing. They get very into it. They've got a big tree, really big tree. And they, <laughs> <laughs> they've decorated it and they're all ready to have Christmas. Now, they, they do all of the Christmas Eve things. They leave out cookies and cream. Cookies and cream? <laughs> cookies and milk. <laughs> <laughs> They're not feeding a cat. <laughs> Cookies and milk. They all go to bed, and then around midnight, just as the clock ticks over, and uh, she runs down and she meets a small alien. I'm thinking very small. Can we have a size guide here? Bigger than a prawn. Wow. Okay, this is it's very than a small. Lobster. <laughs> no, bigger than a lobster. Uh, well, lobster's just a big prawn, isn't it? Um, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Thinner than a crab, smaller than a turbot. What, what is, is a, a turbot? It's a fish. Cool, okay. You asked for the size guide. So, when she comes face to face with the tiny weeny little green and white alien, the alien screams, she screams, <laughs> but then everything calms down and she silences the alien. <laughs> not, not in a murdery way. <laughs> okay. Um, She gets it to calm down and chill out. Now, the the alien introduces himself as Sar Natar, and he he has been visiting Earth for centuries because he really enjoys the festivities of Christmas. This happens, she gets to know Sar Natar and his um, exploits for the last couple of centuries, but he's then caught by the CIA. Brianna then realises that she needs to get Sar Natar back from the CIA. So she... Who does she call? But... Solomon yes, and Raspberry... No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> so she calls Raspberry and Solomon. Of course, of course. And <laughs> they, they, they team up and rescue Sarnatar by 11.54 on Christmas Day. I'd like to point out, again, all about the montages this episode because we're not going to spend... Um, nearly 24 hours on on this. That's not how movies work, Joe. <laughs> you don't have to have a montage or there's a 24-hour <laughs> movie. <laughs> you make a fair point. <laughs> um, however, once they've rescued him, what will they do? They've, they, Christmas is gone. It's six minutes to midnight, on, which is very precise, I realise now. Six minutes to midnight, it's about to tick over to Boxing Day. Christmas is gone, there is no happiness, there's no presence, and there's no joy. Sanatar has been able to do nothing. They eventually they team up and they think, don't worry, 
Christmas will come late this year. And they fly around the world delivering presents, delivering happiness, delivering joy, and all the bells will jingle a day late. So not only I... is Sarnatar's Christmas late, but so is the whole world's. Don't sound so miserable. We're <laughs> rescuing Christmas from a ti- with a tiny alien. Did Sarnatar come from Santa? <laughs> I am really disturbed it took you so long to get to that. Oh, I didn't get that. That was way more veiled than you realise. So they rescue Christmas. There's a couple of jokes about why isn't he red and white and he um, gets quite upset about Coca-Cola. Yeah, so we, 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 re- we rescue Christmas, we bring presents, we bring happiness, we bring joy, and Sarnatar gets absolutely hammered when he visits Britain because instead of milk and cookies, it's all sherry and mince pies. Well, jingle the next day. Sounds cracking, Joe. Nick, would you like to give us your pitch, please? Okay, so of course, Joe, you had Jingle Jangle. Now my sequel is Jingle Jangle, Space Must Greetings. And the movie will begin with Andrea, who was Judy Dench, and Brianna, Karen Gillan, arriving at their family's homes, and their family are overjoyed and delighted to see them. They pop out of the boxes, and it's like amazing. It's so happy, and there's so much love and joy. And then we cut to darkness, Ooh. and there is darkness and silence in the world. Oh, no. I say silence. There's noises. <laughs> <coughs> so less silence. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> No silence at all. There's the sounds of a truck driving, men's voices indistinguishable, there's clattering around, you hear a jet engine and foreign sounding voices. Bonnie at this point has no clue what's going on. And there's a running commentary from her which will be humorous interjections. Don't know what they will be yet, but there will be humorous interjections. And then the box opens and she's in a library because of course she was mailed to a public library. But the library is in space. She has been mailed to a space library. No one knows how, but she has. (laughs) Of course, she gets her phone out and is like, where am I? She notices it's an alien library. There's alien things everywhere. (laughs) There's goop. She sees goop in the library. (laughs) This is an alien library. But her phone, of course, has reception because this is a sci-fi film. So there's 4G in space. So she FaceTimes Brianna, who picks up and they're like... What happened? Where are you? And Brianna becomes, I don't know, a kind of spy and traces the call to space. Anyway, Bonnie gets found during the FaceTime call uh, by the aliens, the goopy aliens, and the aliens chuck her in a goopy jail. So, prison break (laughs) (laughs) 2.0. Time to get Bonnie out of prison again. So Brianna and Andrea have to then think of a way to get her out. Time in space, Nim. This is a sci-fi Christmas film. Time passes. (laughs) It's Christmas the following year. Brianna wakes to find Santa climbing down the chimney. Santa is Brian Blessed. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Yes, Nick! So Brianna wakes to find Brian Blessed climbing down her chimney. And of course, her and Andrea haven't been able to think of a suitable way to get Bonnie out of alien prison yet. So they ask Santa to assist in getting Bonnie out of prison. But they get, get Andrea and they fly to space. They track the signal of her phone. They fly to space to rescue Bonnie. Uh, And then there's a heist with Santa to infiltrate alien prison. And Brian Blessed leads the heist. Uh, Then they bust her out of prison. There's a huge space chase with Santa's sleigh. There's elves manning the turrets, firing presents at the aliens in their spaceships. I have a vision of Judy Dench firing some kind of cracker bazooka (laughs) at the alien spaceships. Uh, I'm loving every minute of this. (laughs) 
and they they beat the aliens and they they fly back to Earth and they enjoy Christmas. I'm speechless. Don't know what to say, Nick. That was very enjoyable. I'm very impressed. I want to see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to round three because I, I I don't really have much to pick at that. Round two, I feel, was a success, and you took on that sci-fi genre very well so good work um let's move on to round three last christmas i gave you my pitch (laughs) well this is the last pitch of the episode i'm going to give you the option of you can either swap back and have your original storylines back or you can keep them joe which would you like i want to swap back I knew you were going to do that. Okay, well, swap in back then. So this round, you can either make another film, make your film a trilogy, or you can have a prequel, or you can kind of move away from the general storyline you've been having and just go rogue. Quite a lot of freedom in this round. So your character is staying the same. You're sticking with the sci-fi genre, and your word is now changing to snowman. I'd like snowman in the title, please. Off we go, chaps. Okay, round three. Last Christmas I gave you my pitch. I'm so excited. Nick, what did you come up with? Okay, my film is called A Night with the Snowman. The film starts where the second film left off. Sarnatar and Brianna and the other lot have saved Christmas. They've saved Christmas. Sarnatar is a hero. He's hailed amongst the people of Earth. There's a huge celebration to honour him as they celebrate the big success that was late Christmas. <laughs> a statue is unveiled of Sarnatar. It's, it's a bigger statue than him. It's not to scale size. <laughs> um, as the cloth is whipped off the statue, it starts to snow. Aww. As it starts to snow, the camera zooms in on a snowflake, which comes down and lands at the base of the statue. And as the snowflake melts, so does the scene around it. The statue disappears, the people disappear. And at the bottom of the screen, 17 years earlier, we're in a prequel, baby. Wow, okay. (laughs) So it's still snowing, but it's 17 years earlier. It's Christmas Eve. So we've gone 17 years and two days earlier. (laughs) 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 So as the scene melts, the camera pans up and zooms forward into the sky where we get Sarnatar in his little spaceship the ship crashes outside Brianna's house and he lands on the roof, crashes on the roof. So he stumbles out of his ship, he's disorientated, he falls down the chimney and lands on the carpet where eight-year-old Brianna is getting a glass of water. She screams, Sarnatar screams, it's very reminiscent of the second film, basically the same scene. (laughs) Continuity-wise, it runs, it runs. Um... (laughs) And Sarnatar convinces Brianna that he's, he's real, first and foremost. She thinks it's a dream. And that also he's friendly. To do this, he uses his alien technology to make life out of the snow. And a walking, talking snowman appears. And I've written, Christmassy adventures ensue with the snowman, <laughs> uh, Sarnatar and kid Brianna. So they have a snowball fight. They uh, have sled racing. There's a huge sled race. Think the pod race in Star Wars. There's a big sled race. <laughs> and other such frivolities. And at the end of the night, Brianna, she's, she's so hyped up, she refuses to go home. She wants to stay with Sarnatar 
and um, go to space and see all the wonders of the universe. But he says she must go. She must go back to bed. It's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas tomorrow. By this point, it's already Christmas. They've run past midnight. It's way past her bedtime. Why is she not sleeping? And the only way Sanatar can get her to go home is to wipe her memory of the whole Aww. night. He makes her believe it's a dream. Aww. He uses, because he's very little, he uses alien levitation things to put her to bed, tucks her in. She thinks it's a dream. The camera pans out the window to the walking, talking snowman and time lapse as the sun comes up and the snowman melts. It's all a dream. Brianna wakes on Christmas Day, none the wiser. But the cookies and cream that, of course, they enjoyed. Sorry, not cookies and cream. (laughs) (laughs) The cookies and the milk, which they enjoyed on their night of frivolities. She believes that Santa has had them. So Brianna believes in the magic still, but um, Sanatar looking through the window at her Christmas morning unfolding and he has a little tear and he flies back off to space. But Brianna's happy. I have three questions. (laughs) My questions are threefold. As many as three. (laughs) Question number one. How did Sanatar fly back off into space when his ship broke and he crashed? He doesn't, because he's in... in... Nick very clearly said at the start of his film. I said it crashed. I didn't say it was broken. (laughs) Okay, fine. I will ignore that one then. If this alien can wipe people's memories. I think he can fix his ship. Yes, point the second. Regards the memory wiping, I would remember a film. A film? <laughs> yes, Joe, the people watching the film didn't get their memory wiped. <laughs> I would remember a dream about a pint-sized alien taking me on a trip very reminiscent of the snowman. She's eight years old. And it's 17 years. You do not remember your dreams from when you were six. I like to think of it as a very memorable pint-sized alien. (laughs) (laughs) Right, well, I would like to claim artistic license and she doesn't remember her dream from 17 years prior. And lastly, she still believes in the magic. Wasn't Santa Satan? Well, her parents don't, but she does. I'll accept it. It's a magical children's Christmas film. Let's not pick holes, okay? Joe might be picking at it, but I really enjoyed that. I loved that pitch. (laughs) Thank you. You are welcome. Okay, well, Joe... Your turn, and be prepared for me to pick royally at your film. I was going to say, get ready to be torn apart. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My film is called All Jingled Out, Enter the Snowman. Back safe on Earth, uh, Brianna, Andrea, and Bonnie are all picked up by police immediately because they're just deposited in the middle of town and um, obviously they've done a bunk from prison. They're also put into solitary confinement for a bit as well and um, everything seems pretty hopeless. They kind of muddle through for a year, they don't really talk to each other, they kind of forget their friends. Um, it's, uh, that's a day long. rescued her from space. Yeah, they've been through a lot. Where's the brotherhood? They're very angry with each other. They're very angry with everything. If I rescued you from space and you forgot me <laughs> in the space of a year, I'd be fuming. Anyway, um, at, at dinner the following November, they meet someone in prison at dinner known as the Snowman. Initially, they think this is to do with his snow white hair and his remarkable ability to control the snow. Wow. <laughs> right, OK. Yes. Yeah. Inside so, prison. But, um, he, we're, we're there now, are we? <laughs> yes. He sits them down and has a chat with them and says he will aid them to escape on Christmas Eve so long as they give him all of the details about their miraculous adventure in space with Santa. Mm. How are they allowed to sit down with this man <laughs> in jail? <laughs> It's a magical Christmas film. Let's not pick holes in it, Nick. 
they give him all the details because this doesn't seem particularly onerous and they're quite excited to tell their story. As they're telling the story, they remind themselves that they are all friends. Just to patch the well, hole yeah. I put in there a little bit earlier. They went to space, man. <laughs> so they, 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 they do this and then on Christmas Eve, an enormous snowman suddenly emerges from the ground by the prison wall. The scarf of the snowman is in fact a ladder and they <laughs> climb up the ladder and escape. And they all go and hide in a safe house somewhere. So once they're in the safe house, Santa comes in about five o'clock on Christmas. Now, what's going on? It's Christmas Eve. Why are you here? And he says the snowman is after him. Uh, I should point out, Santa is very, very cold when he comes in. And he's like, he's got chattering teeth. And he says he can't deliver any presents this year because the snowman is after him and he needs to go into hiding. Santa lives in Lapland with only a red coat. All year round, why is he suddenly cold? Because the snowman is after him. The snowman has got him. (laughs) The snowman is cold. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the clarification. (laughs) You asked. So, the snowman is after him. Uh, The snowman is, uh, it turns out to be a mad scientist, desperate for the knowledge as to how Santa can possibly deliver so many presents in such a short time and have reindeer that fly. They decide they must work together to aid Santa in defeating the snowman. Various things ensue uh, until the final showdown, which is where I got really excited. Things start going badly. Somewhere along the film, Andrea Casper becomes disenfranchised. She, she decides it's not worth the risk of facing the snowman, so she drops out. Um, <laughs> where did she go? I don't know. She disappears I reckon Judy Dench would be well up for it. Well, <laughs> you say that. <laughs> All is going very badly in the final snowdown, as it were. Oh, <laughs> very good. Um, and then suddenly, as Sansa is lying on the floor, the snowman about to defeat him with a snow cannon, in comes Judy Dench, <laughs> a la Die Hard. <laughs> Um, and as the snowman is so shocked by this Santa gets up picks up his sack and batters the snowman with it roaring in true Brian Blessed style the diehard punchline which I cannot say on mic for we're a clean podcast anyway the snowman's evil is finally over they call the police and he is arrested he goes to prison they take away all of his science that allows him to build prison breaking snowmen and Uh, Brianna, Bonnie and Andrea are all pardoned for everything they've done just in time for Christmas. I'm sure one of them was a serial killer, but just pardoned like that. It's a magical Christmas movie, let's not pick holes. Does everyone else know Santa is real? No. So why are they pardoned for saving Santa? They're pardoned for saving Christmas. Ah, of course. Of course, because Christmas was in jeopardy until this point. There was a man literally making enormous snowmen. They cancelled Christmas until the snowman was defeated. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go round by round. Round one, the Mike Mare before Christmas. I'm not going to lie. I think Joe got the first round. Nick, you did great. It's hard doing this, right? It's hard being on that that side of of the table. Round two, pod rescue merry gentlemen. It's going to you, Nick. I mean, purely on the fact that you've cast Brian Blessed as Santa. It's a cracking choice. I'm amazed no one has done it before. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Okay, and then the final round was a tough one, chaps. I quite enjoyed both. But I'm afraid the edge does go to Nicholas because I had a heartfelt connection with Sar Natar and his first time turning up at Brianna's house. What a Nick. Who doesn't want to see Brian Blessed 
It's a faceless villain with a sack full of presents. <laughs> I mean, hard that thought because the movie I would like to see a trailer for is I'm afraid also dicks. <laughs> Jingle so close. <laughs> you were so close. I say, what's a way to dangle yes. it in front of my eyes and whip it away? It's his um jingle jangle space miss greetings. <laughs> so um all round, Nick. Good Thank work. You. you I think you aced this episode and you were worried. You need to worry about anything. <laughs> okay, so there we have it. That is the roundup of our We Wish You a Merry Podmas episode. If you guys have any pitches that you want us to do, then feel free to send us a word, a character, and a genre. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter. Our name is at scenes underscore podcast. So yeah, get in touch. We would love to hear from you guys. But in the meantime, sit tight and here comes Jingle Jangle Space Miss Greetings. This holiday season, prepare for the adventure of a lifetime that will take you out of this world. Hello? Brianna, I don't know where I am. You have to get me out. They've broken out before, but this time it's going to be an astronomical challenge. We've got to save Bonnie before it's too late. Starring. Karen Gillan as Brianna Hicks. We've made this once. If we fail, then we've only got our elves to blame. Judy Dench as Andrea Casper. Take that. And that. God, I haven't had this much fun since Korea. And... Ha! It's time for a space heist. Brian Blessed as Santa. No aliens are going to stop me getting Christmas done. Jingle Jangle Space Miss Greetings. An absolute cracker for Christmas. And then this alien popped its head over the side of the sleigh, and I've just roared, ah, and punched it in its face. And then it ran away, and that's how I saved Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>